0: In almost good Shabbos, everyone, today's story takes us back a number of years. 2020, April, feels like so long ago when COVID just began. And if you remember, especially in the Northeast, the situation was absolutely dreadful. The hospital system was overwhelmed. So many individuals were contracting the illness. So little was known about it. And tragically, thousands lost their lives that month. In New York at that time, there was an individual whose name was Isaac Gondinger. He is a New York businessman, and it was the first night of Passover. He led an expedited first Seder, and as soon as the Afi Komen was eaten, he ran to go check on his mother, finding her struggling with every single breath. Isaac rushes his mother to Cornell Hospital and uh, allow- convinces one of the medical workers to allow him to stay with his mother until the morning. But as soon as morning comes, they enforce the strict policy at that time that absolutely no relatives were allowed in the hospitals whatsoever. There was so much worry at that time about carriers of corona. Um, before the second Seder, Isaac receives a call. Doctors are very anxious about her condition. They wanted to put her in induced uh, induced coma on a respirator. And Isaac, who he himself was an EMT, he was a member of the volunteer Hatzalah at that time, he was frantic. Stories were going around about how poor treatment individuals were getting, especially with absolutely no one to vouch for them. There was a shortage of doctors and nurses and beds and equipment. Most of all, a shortage of knowledge at that time. So many people were doing the wrong things. Hospitals could not deliver. And one of the tragedies was and many elderly passed away alone, not even having a loved one by their side to hold their hand and said farewell. And Isaac was faced with this horror. He pleaded with the hospital officials. He told them, I will undergo every single test. You will have no worry. I'm not sick. I will not infect anyone. But of course, the answer was no. But Isaac did not take no for an answer. He saw it as his duty to be there for his mother during this time. And boy, was he going to come up with a way to fulfill this mitzvah. Isaac did some research, discovered that Cornell had a contract with a certain company that supplied nursing care to the hospital. He approaches the owner of the company and begs him to provide him with the credentials as a nurse so he could be admitted to his own mother's room as a private nurse. And of course, the owner of the company says, are you Meshuga? Are you crazy? Are you trying to do something illegal? Get out of here. What would it take to give me credentials as a nurse? You have to go to school. You have to get a degree. That takes years. What happens if someone knows the material but doesn't have the degree, he asks? Well, at that time, the owner of this private nursing company told him that something that only a few people in the field knew. That because of the severe nursing shortage caused by COVID, New York State enacted a new law allowing an expedited procedure for certifying licensed practice nurses. And if someone took an online course and had the necessary knowledge, passes the exam, they could be hired as a nurse. This is what the Jewish son did out of love for his mother. He took food and water, locked himself in an office for three days and nights, not sleeping more than a few hours at a time. He studied and studied and studied and did the online courses for the LPN in three days. Of course, he was an EMT that helped with that as well. He goes back to the company. He gets the certification. He goes back to Cornell asking to be hired as a nurse. They look like him like he's Meshuga, but he provides all the credentials. He gets hired and he's able to provide his own mother with the regal royal care that she deserved, three weeks later, she began to breathe on her own, came out of her coma when she opens her eyes for the first time since Passover. She sees her beloved son dressed in the garb of a nurse by her bedside. Two and a half months later, she comes home after making a full recovery. And I love this story because it's a story of someone who refused to come to terms with the situation. He refused to believe there was no solution. He saw opportunity. He saw possibility. The question was just how, and he found a way how. I'm reminded of this week's Torah portion where we are told about the circumstances of Moses' birth. And there's a fascinating commentary that asks, why would it be that the leader of the Jewish people, the one who was going to take them out of exile, out of slavery, himself never served a day as a slave in his life? It's in fact very, very odd to be president of a country. You yourself have to be from that country. You have to be born in America. Would you not expect that Moses would have been a slave himself? Why would Hashem have orchestrated the circumstances of his birth in such an unusual way where he grows up in the house of Bat, Paro, Batya, the daughter of Pharaoh? Now, of course, we don't know the answer to this question. The ways of God are beyond us. However, there is a number of suggestions given by the commentators. One very practically is that the Jewish people respected Moshe because he was unknown; It was not someone they grew up with. It was not someone they knew as a child. He brings the famous expression, Ein navi bi-iro, There's no prophet in their hometown. People are too familiar with people in their hometown. Moses had a certain mystique about him. And as a result of that, he got the respect of the Jewish people. But it's the second answer of the Ibn Ezra that I absolutely love. And he says Moshe was raised as royalty because he saw himself as above slavery. He never served the day of servitude in his life because he looked at himself as inherently free. And in order to schlep the rest of the Jewish people out of Egypt, he had to be a prince. He had to be a king. He had to be above slavery. And indeed, we see from the get-go that Moshe never came to terms with the slavery. When he saw the Egyptian taskmaster striking the Jew, he immediately took action. That's the very first story we hear about Moshe, because for him, the slavery was not a given. He refused to come to terms with this is the reality. He fought against that reality because he was above it. And the spiritual masters say we all have a little bit of Moses inside of us. And we are confronted by a challenge. There's that one side of us that wants to hide from it or maybe think about going around it this way or that way. But the Moses inside of us is above the challenge to begin with. It never sees itself as a product of exile, as a product of slavery. Like Isaac in the story above, it won't take no as an answer. And when we have the opportunity to do a mitzvah in our life, that is the time to summon up Moses inside of us, our neshama, our godly core. What is the name of the Lord and